2: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Paper Out. Guess what day it is? Drum
1: Mike, roll, guys. What day is it, Tom Mike? <laughs> <laughs> let's Listen, guess what today is?
3: <laughs> Ashley got on last
2: half of
0: not doing the drum roll. No,
2: no, we got to run it again. b Flo hello, got the memo. What the hell, Brandon? <laughs> you back in studio and you messing up the flow? One more time, BC. Get Mike, me ready. Mike, 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 Mike. What guess day is it, what Mike? what day it is? <laughs> is Listen, day? guess what today is? Yeah, it's hump day. You've never asked
1: me to do that before.
2: Yes, I do because you know... Well no I don't because you normally do it. I
1: don't no, know why you like act so
2: brand new today. Oh
1: you're trying to stunt this. Can time, You're trying to be? stunt because you hear You see that? Your your uh color <laughs> Is amazing, and you're in a different seat. This is our first time in studio with yeah, three people. Yeah,
2: I'm in
0: the middle. Can yeah. we get B? Can we get B a cushion? So you I mean, feel me? Can, can we, got we get B, B a okay. cushion? <laughs> let me let me just explain. We got B who's six five uh-huh. and a half over here. here. Ash on three cushions over here. Time out!
2: Time out! They got I'm, me on like i I'm a normally regular... I'm I'm five Jeez. seven, so I'm not short. But next to Brandon, I'm short. But next to B-Flow, we're about the same. So now we're good. We're not
0: about the same. I'm like six foot. But... It's cool. So then, how sitting down
2: now, or are you shorter than? Now me? we all look, you look like an eight inch cushion. <laughs> That's true. So That's because I'm, I'm trying to be closer to his height. I hear
1: you. Now I we look me. good. This looks good. This feels good. Um, it is Hump Day, and Ashley, you always have a great day on Hump Day.
2: I it's love your hump day. day. It's your day. Yeah, I I feel kind of like an Oreo today. <laughs> you know, like literally like an Oreo. Um, here we go. <laughs> 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 nobody got that reference. Yeah, well, yes, oh, of course me, we okay, did. Okay, just making sure. I don't <laughs> know if anybody else got that reference. Um, listen, how what did well, you guys do last night? Anything fun, Brandon? You were coming back from Houston. I gotta, I gotta get used to like this mic not being.
0: Right. We'll fix okay. That. Yeah.
2: Um, what'd you get into? It's
0: a random Tuesday. I don't know if it's too much to do on Tuesdays. I was just chilling. Yeah. Boring night for me. I ain't like be traveling everywhere. How about you? Ash? you had something going no, on. No, I
2: was inside. I don't uh, Tuesday. <laughs> I don't go out during weekdays. Yeah. I was traveling yeah. back
1: and then I got a haircut for today. So you see I look clean, you know what I mean? Check me out. You. you know what I mean? I see you.
2: I didn't notice the haircut. Yes. Okay. Well, you got
1: a haircut. I'm excited you. about today. Uh Brian uh, put together a great show I saw all the stuff that you sent in as well So I'm excited about this conversation
2: Yeah, let's dive into it First and foremost, Wednesday headlines, guys What stands out to you the most? Brandon, I'll start with you
1: Julio Jones, back flying high B, you covered Julio Jones for years. You know what type of guy he is. Obviously, he's not the Julio Jones from the Atlanta Falcons, but he's back in the NFL. This is interesting. I ran into Julio in Vegas right before the season. It was a big fight, and he talked about his desire to continue to play. And I forgot about Julio Jones. So when this came across the ticker yesterday, I was like, I thought it was like one of those spoofs. So it's cool to see Julio Jones back and how he's going to contribute to this what Super do you Bowl mean team. you
2: forgot about him?
1: Like, I mean, where's Jarvis Landry? Y- you forgot about <laughs> Jarvis Landry. You know he's still out there on the street. There's a lot I didn't of forget about there's a Jarvis lot of,
2: Landry. He's just not playing, but I didn't forget about. That's
1: him. what I mean. But there's oh. a lot of our favorite players that's on yeah. the streets right now. And if I say like if I go through ten to fifteen names, you'd be like, damn, he's still yeah. available. Yeah, there's a lot of superstars or or guys that we grew up loving that's on the street. We call it being on the street when you're a free agent. So
0: yeah, Julio Jones is back. That's my news of the day. So for me. We all know I love love loving hip-hop, basketball-wise. I love drama, Uh -uh. right? Uh -uh. So Uh -uh. we got C.J. Gardner-Johnson putting Debo on blast. I love the back-and-forth when you're talking that talk, especially when you got to play each other. So that's a little headline I like. You like basketball-wise? I mean, yeah, I like drama. I don't like drama in my life, so I'm going to get entertainment out of somebody (laughs) else's drama. They're going through it over there.
2: I wouldn't have pegged you for like a basketball-wise thing. Do you like Real Housewives?
0: Yeah, all that.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I love Real Housewives. We have to talk. <laughs> that is my guilty pleasure. I love me some like Real then. Housewives. We got to find out what your favorite franchise she is. She said, we got to talk. No, but for real, I love meeting people who like are into Real Housewives because <laughs> right. it's like a whole conversation, a oh, whole be world. Watch them all, are you all like into the
1: Kardashians? Nah, nah. It's I'm over nah, not, I'm not into the Kardashians. No. It was good at one time.
2: No, I love me some Real Housewives. Um, For me, it's LeBron eating on the sidelines during the pregame. A man after my own heart because if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat. So... We'll dive into whether he was right what or happened? whether he was wrong.
1: We got to we gotta wait. We got to wait.
2: We got to wait. First and foremost, we're going to start with your news of the day. And Julio Jones is now flying high with the Philadelphia Eagles. Couldn't have gone to a better situation 5-1 and one after taking their first loss to Brandon's New York Jets right. last week. Now, this is the big news out of the NFL over the last 24 hours. Seven-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Julio Jones, like I said, is joining the Philadelphia Eagles. It is on a one-year deal. Jones is 34 years old, and Philly will be his fourth team in the last four years. So he's been moving around, traveling around a little bit. Um, Does Julio Jones have anything left in the tank? Let's go, b flow.
0: It's Julio Jones, right? So you automatically think, like, yeah, he's going to be an addition, um, but he's been injured, man. Yeah, He's been with Temple with Tom Brady, and we haven't seen the Julio who we thought we was going to see, but this is what he is going to give Philadelphia. He can get matched up on a third, fourth Mm -hmm. uh, cornerback, maybe a safety, and that's where he becomes a mismatch. He's not going to be down the field running behind defenders like A.J. Brown, Um, or Smith, it's just like he's going to be that fourth option where it's like, hey, you got to put a safety on him the personnel they have in the game or a dime corner. And that's when he should get his touches, going over the middle, being a big target. Jalen, he's almost going to be like Jalen's tight end over there if they use him right. So I think he'll be an addition. He'll keep the chains moving. And whenever you can grab a weapon, a pass Mm -hmm. catcher like Julio, and a vet who people uh, respect, it's always going to be an asset. So I played 13 years in the league. I say this a lot, and I,
1: and, you know, but I bring it up this time because I never made it to the playoffs. But you made it to the that's playoffs crazy. before, of course. I never made it to the oh, playoffs, bro. That had
2: some stank behind it. So he said, that's yeah, crazy. I got yes. got to get enough.
1: No, it is. It really is. That's bro. like that and, Kevin Hart me where and, he
2: tells him that Wesley Snipes tells not Wesley Snipes, um, Don Cheadle tells him his age, and he goes, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
3: that's so unheard of dude.
1: That, that's exactly that. And, and look, um, I'm filled. My NFL career, like, I wouldn't change. Like, I, I can go to sleep right now. You know how there's some uh, yeah. old dudes, old heads that's like they still bitter mm-hmm. or they feel like there's still more meat on the bone? I don't feel that way for 97% of my career. That 3% is, like, having an opportunity to take a shot at the Super Bowl. That's all I wanted. I ain't even like, yo, just put me in position. Get me in the playoffs. I want to see who I am there. Yeah, I say that because, um, you know, Julio Jones, his value to this team. Right. And and, and it's like, well, let me back up. I had an opportunity playing for the Jets um, where if we win, we're in last game of the season, we go up to Buffalo. This is 2015, 16. We win. We're in. And there's myself. There's Eric Decker. And we had uh, Matt Forte at running back. We had everything we needed. But what they were doing was they was doubling me. They was doubling Eric Decker. So they'll double me on first and second down. Third down was Eric Decker's down. So they'll double him there, right? And they make like lean towards me. Mm-hmm. So that third receiver was critical. Yeah. And so I knew we didn't have a chance in the first quarter. It was only 30 degrees. And this third receiver that we had, he's sitting there and he's cold. So that's the strike run. That's a red flag. He gets his opportunity to make a play. He's one-on-one the whole week. I'm saying like, I'm telling Fitz, I'm telling the coaches, he's the guy. Cover zero. Go make your play. Go route. He drops it wide open. B Ashley, he's sitting on the sideline like this. And he's just like a deer in the headline. That moment was too big for Don't him. Don't
0: that piss you off? It pissed player.
1: me off, but I say all that to say this is like, that's what the Philadelphia Eagles need, Julio. That's his value. Yeah. It's like those 50-50 balls, those contested balls when they're doubling uh uh Smitty, when they're doubling the the, the black Batman. Can you just. Back shoulder, are you going to come down with it? Is the moment too big? And a veteran like this, bro, he's still clutch. Now, he ain't going to run by you like Mm -hmm. he used to, but can he win on a slant? Can he win on a back shoulder? Can he win on a go ball? And the answer for me is yes, if he's healthy like you said.
2: Well, that's the biggest question mark here. Like I said, fourth team in four years, a lot of that has been because of lack of um, production that you would expect with a Julio Jones and also dealing with, you know, injuries, whether major or minor. So coming into the situation, the Philadelphia Eagles are already deep. This doesn't hurt them. It doesn't, I feel like, drastically move the needle for them. I think much to Brandon's point, if you can get even a fraction of the productivity out of Julio Jones that you're accustomed to, it's a win. But I feel like even if you don't, it's not necessarily a loss, and I, th- I say this because I think that what he will bring to the team mm-hmm. outside of productivity is also very valuable. This is a younger team. Mm-hmm. This is a team that's still trying to figure themselves out. As we talked about yesterday, it is also a team that looks a little bit different than they did this time last year. Mm-hmm. Um, some will say you know, that maybe because it's the Super Bowl hangover or whatever the case may be, but I do think that... Julio couldn't be the glue that this team needs to kind of start figuring out what that identity is that's going to be remnant of what they were last year. So I think that even if he's not the most productive, which I'm on the side of, I don't think he's going to be like a needle mover. I I really just think that... He is,
1: though. Cause it's like I, how you describe needle mover It's like, think I mean, about in the terms game. of
2: like what he does on the field, not what yeah. he does, like within the organization, what he does in the locker, locker room. I think that what he does on the field isn't going to move really. Be it will. Move. You think? Yes.
1: So? Here's the moment. This is what I mean. That's why I try. <laughs> I, I maybe took too long to get to my point with this, this, this third receiver that we had with the jets up in Buffalo, but it's fourth quarter two minute mode. We gotta have it. They're taking out their best players. He's on the backside. It's cover zero to B's point. This is the third, fourth best us uh, uh, DB on him. He's scared shitless. He he runs a go route. The ball's up. Is the moment too big? Is he going to take the, the the ball off his helmet? And to me, the answer is yes. And that's a needle mover. Now it's different than what we saw Ashley in Atlanta, but it's like that one play, two plays
0: a game or one or two plays in the playoffs. It could just be three plays all year. Yeah. And, and they bringing him in on a favorable contract. It's not like you paying them crazy millions a year and you want him to produce, and if right. he get hurt or get banged up, you're like, oh, he eating up by a cap. It's like, at this point of the year, what other player can you plug in that's going to be that valuable, like you said, yeah. as a Julio, that's who's been there before, who made big catches, yep. that you can pay this amount of money just to be an asset for your team. Not go complain for the ball. He always been a team player. you yep. never seen him in the news demanding the ball. So... It's the right fit, like you said. Like I said, he's going to match up against some dime corners, some nickel corners, and he should take advantage. So so how
2: much better does this make Jalen Hurts? That's the biggest question. Obviously, Jalen Hurts has been struggling mm-hmm. in a little bit. We do know he had those interceptions in the last game against the Jets. Um how much better does this make him having another weapon even if mm-hmm. it's a weapon that he may not yep. be able to utilize as much as he does as other guys on his team
1: uh it, it makes him extremely dangerous if they can build the chemistry and that's the biggest question it makes him dangerous because it's like a safety blanket he's going to get cover zero against the third or fourth best de- uh defender mm-hmm. defensive back and if he can just come down with the ball Think about it. You taking A.J. away, you taking Smitty away, I'm just going to throw it up to my guy right there. So it makes him dangerous because when he doesn't have anything,
0: he has something.
2: What about you? You no, like he, so?
0: he hit on everything. He's going to be his security blanket. Almost like I said, also, he's going to be their tight end. Like when they need <laughs> five yards, Julio gonna put that big body on the safety, uh, big body on the corner, and just have that catch radius to move the chains. And also, it's going to allow up, uh, uh, opening up running um, running lanes for Hurts, right? Because the secondary, they not go send that much pressure. Cause Now you got three guys to worry about as this receiving core. And once they start covering up their eyes looking at Julio, right. Smith, A.J. Brown, nobody's focused on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So that's going to open up lanes for him to scramble, get 10, 12 yards, keep the chains moving. Right. So It'll it all come together, and they got a head coach in Nick Sirianni who's going to welcome Julio in, He he's going to make it work.
3: Right, right. Like,
0: I've been with Nick Sirianni in Kansas City, and San Diego, when the Chargers was there, and he's a guy – he's almost like a Pete Carroll. When he come in – he going to get you going. He He's almost like a life coach, right? Yeah, yeah. He going to make you feel good. He's like, we going to feed you the ball when you get here. You're going to be the guy. I know we have guys, but watch. I'm going to tell you. Right. I'm going to show you. You're right. going to be the right. guy. So Julio Cole, come in with that confidence and look for him to be active and getting a lot of touches early. Oof. All right. Well, let's go
2: ahead and see what else is going on around the league. Tyreek Hill's got a flip flown, A pair, flip Phone, flip phone, you flip that, phone. Right? I know, but I feel like I, I. don't know. That's not a flip phone. That's shown. That's an iPhone. He probably wishes he had that one. Um, but listen, <laughs> Tyreek Hill made headlines over the weekend, not just because of another huge game against the Carolina Panthers, but also because of his flip phone celebration after scoring a touchdown. Now, Tyreek Hill says he knows the fine is coming, but it's quote worth it. We have a video of that. Where we can show you. Can I don't
0: get the what's hey. how's that a flip phone? Well he flipped with t-
2: the phone.
0: Ashley. Oh you oh. <laughs> well, thought he had a no key. I thought no, it was like an actual
2: like flip, like a flip phone celebration where it was like flip. Yeah, that that's not.
0: Ashley. <laughs>
2: Ashley. I thought it was like a flip phone celebration. Oh, no,
1: f- he flipped with a phone. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> Look, we talked about this before. <laughs> We're gonna move on real quick.
2: That's, that wasn't even like
1: Well, that was dope.
2: I, I I thought it was like he actually was like taking like that and whatever. Okay. That
1: was wow. cool. And, and and it definitely was a stage, right? You can tell, you know. Because he, he knew he his phone plan. to
2: grab Ty- and like Ty- Tyreek yeah. is one
1: of those guys that have a plan every single week. Okay. So they probably came into this game and he's like, This is the this is the celebration. So whatever side we're moving to, you need to be in the end zone because you know I'm a score. And uh yeah, like I like this and, and like we talked about before, guys always set aside, like guys like this always set aside fine money. And he's playing into, he want the NFL to find him. Why? Because this was talked about Sunday and Monday, and now it's Wednesday, we're still talking about it? So it just keeps his name in the media.
2: I, Like I said, this is not what I thought that this was.
0: He becoming, <laughs> He's slowly becoming my favorite player in the NFL, right? Because he's constantly making plays, and he having so much fun on the field. Yes, And then he also is showing a side of himself that we haven't seen before. Like when a guy was almost going to take the ball from his mom, how huh? he surprised the guy at yeah. dinner and gave him a ball. Like he's doing all the things in the community also to just be the face and the pillar in uh, the faces of the Miami Dolphins, he came around my way and threw a free camp for the kids right. when he first yep. got signed. So Tyreek Hill, he's slowly becoming my favorite guy right. in the NFL. Man, yeah. he's doing it the right way.
2: The chat's laughing at I me. Mean, did everyone know this is not an actual flip phone?
0: <laughs> I didn't even know they still made flip yeah, phones. What you so you? I,
2: what do you think? Drug dealers and stuff. They use <laughs> <What? rubber> phones <laughs> It ain't flip. They're burnt. Yeah, they are. No, nah, they you are. Didn't kind hear, of mirror, mirror flip the burner,
1: the burner phones is still digital. Nah, the screen.
2: best burner phone is a flip phone. Nah, it's a flip Hold phone, on,
1: hold no, on. I no, ain't no. Think here's have the have question, B. Here's field. the question, Ashley. How would you know?
2: I had a very um, suspect <laughs> uh, dating uh, pool in high school. <laughs> I had a very, I <laughs> had a very suspect uh, type in high school. Oh my! I've moved on to greener pastures, but back in the day, um, <laughs> you
1: Sierra. You went from future to Russ. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I didn't go to Russ. I didn't find my Russ yet. I'm kind of the in-between right now. <laughs> I'm still trying to I'm still trying to figure it out. All right, listen, moving on. Cool your jets, because Aaron Rodgers broke Twitter this weekend when a video of him surfaced. Once again, we we've been talking about this of him throwing on uh the field pregame right here. Here he is, Ooh. without crudges, without a limp. Now we have been talking about Rodgers' potential return. But Rodgers himself says everyone just needs to cool their jets with all the talk. Bottom line, once and for all, is Rodgers just playing with the crowd, playing with the fan base, or is he actually going to gear up for a comeback?
1: Look, so he's definitely <laughs> gearing up for a comeback, but this is, it's never been done before. Like what he's trying to do, even a surgery, there's only a few people that had this particular procedure, right? So I think what he's doing is just trying to control it, right? The expectations, because, you know, what happens if, you know, uh, or when I should say uh, January rolls around and they're right in position, but he's not ready. So I think this is him controlling the nar- narrative a lot like Dion, like he does a really good job there. He's super savvy. I want to go back to this video real quick because we had this debate, I believe it was yesterday or Monday, and, and, and you guys uh, was laughing at me a little bit, but go back to the video. In the back, you see the backup quarterback. Look at the backup quarterback, okay? That's the backup quarterback. Look at how he's throwing. Look how Aaron Rodgers is throwing. One month post-op. What guy do you want, Ashley? Because you're like, oh, why would he do this? He's 40 years old. Why would you jeopardize next year? This is why. Look at him. Look at Beautiful. He's one month out. Look at the guy in the back. Look at the backup quarterback. You want that guy coming in? That's who you want. Come, look at how he's standing. Look at his legs. Look at his legs. He's knocking. Well, I don't want to say I'm, there's I'm, a me community I'm out there. I'm
2: going to be honest. What? I don't care about this anymore. Like, I, I honestly want to stop talking about this. Like, I really just... We get it. He's on the field. He's throwing. He may come back. He may not come back. I think it's dumb if he comes back. I don't really care if he comes back. I don't want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) B-Flow, real quick, final point, because I want to move on from this. This is the pain of my existence.
0: I'm glad Roger's putting this to rest, too, because when they showed this video, I could have sworn I heard a, ooh, look at I could have sworn I heard that coming from that way from B-Marsh. He might not have said it in the mic, but I seen him looking like it's still a chance. That's right. Nah, this, this is done. Next year, we can start up the hype again. This going to be his last year playing in the league. Next year, AC is going to go out on top. We're going to have that whole little debate. So, yeah, let's just shove it to next year.
1: I like it. Keep
2: All it right, going. moving on. Finally, thank <laughs> you. Here we go. The return of Zion, Zion Williamson, that is. Listen, Zion is back on the court for the Pelicans, and he is again showing us why all the hype is very, very real. While I'm talking about this, roll this video, Beast. true to see Zion.
3: This is where we 3,000. Oh, there and he is again. Another
1: nice steal. He's going to oh. take it. Throw another one down. Do.
2: Guys, you know, with mean stars you know. like LeBron and Steph getting a little bit older, how important is it for Zion to make his return? It's very to important. The association.
0: It's very important because he's a superstar. We all know this, but he's a flashy he? superstar. Is yeah, he? he's a definitely yeah, a he's superstar healthy for sure. Yeah, like we had a Kawhi Leonard of the world, where he's a superstar, but his game is so methodical. It's just like he's gonna post you up, hit boring, mid ranges. But Zion, he had what four steals in the first quarter. Like he's mm-hmm. a splash player. It's good for ratings. It's good. You always looking to see what dunk he gonna make. You know. So I think he's great for the NBA. Like you said, uh, KD, LeBron, all those guys, they're getting up in age. So it's about time for someone like Zion to just come take over, you know, and make New Orleans kind of that franchise what Steph made Golden State.
1: So here's what I say. That video first, and you don't have to go back to it, but he didn't get up high. You talk about that flash player. He, He wasn't above the rim like we used to seeing Zion. So, like, you know, let's pay attention to that. He does look good. I hear you with the four steals. Is he a superstar? He is he had not 16 a superstar? In 16 minutes. All right, but I, what I'm saying Crazy is like game. his body at work. That sample size is so small. So it's like I I don't know what he is. I don't think we none of us know what he is. I need to see it. That's fair. I will say this though. Deep down, he's you know, a superstar. <laughs> yeah. He is. He's that guy. And sometimes you need to hit rock bottom to get over the hump. And I'm not saying he hit rock bottom, but like this start of his career is not ideal. It's not something that he probably wanted and nobody expected. But it was a tumultuous off season, uh, to say the least, with his private matters. And sometimes moments like that make you look in the mirror and fix some things all around. And so I'm excited to see this season because Zion Williams absolutely can uh, be a, a superstar if he's out there healthy and then also handling his business. So.
2: Well, that's the biggest key. I think with Zion, we haven't really seen the best version of him since Duke. Right. Um, or maybe the, actually the Summer League, uh, I would say, when he played, maybe even his first season, half the season. I just feel like. Can we roll that video one more time, BC? Because I personally don't see, and I broke my nail, guys. Don't look at my finger. <laughs> I'm just Zion. Don't this is when we had 3,000 in oh.
1: There oh. he is again. Another sp- nice steal. Take it. Throw another that's one, game.
2: Um, he doesn't look like he's any more in shape than he was a few months ago. Um, I just think that that's going to be the biggest knock in his career. The talent is there, but his weight is a huge factor um it's bad for his knees it's bad for his ankles as we've seen it's caused him a lot of injury and he seems to be a player and this there are players like this Charles Barkley infamously was one of them who struggles with his weight and Charles Barkley even said and he speaks about this all the time that he had to seriously take his nutrition and his diet and his workouts drastically seriously to go ahead and change the trajectory of his career mm. i've yet to see that discipline from zion mm-hmm. and until that discipline is there the question mark of zion being a superstar or returning even to a fraction of the superstar that we saw in spurts is still there for me i don't i don't know if he even wants to be in new orleans I know that the Pelicans are a drastically better team than uh, a drastically better team with him on the court. I know the NBA is better with him on the court. I don't know his level of commitment to the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't know his level of commitment to his own diet and nutrition. I don't know any of that. So um, for me, that's the biggest question mark. But
1: here's my thing with this, Ashley, and B, like, I don't. I don't really understand that conversation. I hear everybody, but like God made everybody differently. Like this no, dude is a football he, player. He didn't
2: look like this when he came into the league, though. And remember, uh, can we you can Can
1: we see the befores
2: or something? Can I see we that? We can't like, use his age because he's not like. It's not like he came into the league at, at nineteen, and now we're talking about him at thirty-two. He's still drastic. He's still yeah, very, but, very young. Yeah, like no, you no, should no. be able. You should be the in the best shape of your life right now. Right,
1: and I'm not doing that. But my thing is what we what we do know is like you know he's at that age now where your body changes, your metabolism changes, and, and meaning like he's putting on that
0: grown man weight. Nothing. You should feel like he a husky guy. This no, no, like a, but, but if
1: you go back to him in high school and at Duke, he always looked like had a football player. Yeah, yeah, he always had that. So I this need to see it. You but know what I mean? he was a because lot like,
2: more, what, what's the word you, he was more ripped. Well, let, I, more I wanna see it, and fat. I think there is a big difference. There's a drastic difference. For, for
1: sure, for sure. But my thing is, what makes Zion a freak is that he's built like this and moving like this still. Like, I always say Zion is like a – he's like a, a damn uh, Shaquille – he's he, he's in a damn – he's like Shaquille O'Neal, James Harden, all in one. Yeah, know, but right?
2: even Shaquille O'Neal, especially when he got to Miami, Miami has the toughest conditioning program in the NBA. Pat Riley basically said, get your fat ass in shape. Mm-hmm. Like, that's nice, the nicest way I can put it. That's, right. a, that's, what, well, that's a story Shaq will tell you. And – Zion has always been big and built a certain type of way, yes, but because that is his body type, he has to be extra careful about teetering that line. He walks that line, and he needs to go ahead and figure out how to get back, not only for his own health, but for the longevity in his career. All he is going to do is continually sustain injuries if he does not know how to take this weight and turn it into muscle and not fat.
0: I that's, think that's really what it comes o- down. Be- it o- might be, be too o- late o- <clears throat> because players, we get stuck in our ways. Yeah. What is this year five for Zion? Maybe somewhere yeah, around there. I mean, if he, he if, hasn't
2: really played, but if like he
0: it. hasn't done it now, what's going to be that light switch for him to just say, "I'm going to do it"? Going forward?
2: that's but that's the big that's the thing, and that's for me when we talk about returning to superstar status. That's the biggest question year four. mark. Is you can It gets to a point where this isn't college. You know what I mean? This isn't this is not AAU. Like you're a grown man, and honestly, it should be easier because in the NBA you have everything you could desire at your disposal. The fact that he is still having these issues just is now more of a lack of motivation. I mean, look at the difference in size. Like, B, I don't
0: know. I think this is what makes him great having right. that mask and getting this in that post mass. and getting.
2: He does. He does. He's overweight. Like he is... ate
0: a couple. He ate a couple bowls
1: of gumbo for sure. But my thing oh is this. Actually, this God. is why. This is I, this is the best way to describe. Like, point my this, confusion Brandon. around this. Odell Beckham Jr. is a freak when it comes to working out and training. But he's riddled with injuries. That's,
2: that's just being you injury understand? prone. But you're not helping yourself by being overweight.
1: But he's in shape. There's a lot of athletes that we can – Paul George. You know, uh, 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 CP3. That's just being... They're in great shape. They take care of themselves, but they're still injured. Right, but
2: that's just being injury-prone. But you're not helping the fact... If he is injury-prone, you don't know that because all of his injuries have to do with the fact that his body is holding too much weight. Now, if he gets back to Maybe, we don't know that. If he gets back to where he should be and he's still injury-prone, that's a different conversation. But you can't make that assessment right now. He's not doing himself any favors. But... Um, We're going to speak about, we're going to keep it in the basketball conversation. We're going to talk a little bit LeBron James. Now, there's some controversy surrounding LeBron, isn't there always? During the Lakers' preseason game against the Warriors last Friday, LeBron played the first half but then came out during the second half in street clothes while eating dinner on the bench. Um, We have the photos of that. Now, um, Laker legend Michael Cooper blasted King James, for this move saying you got to quote have respect for the game should we have a problem with lebron james eating on the bench
0: i don't know if it's an unwritten rule in basketball that you shouldn't do this type of thing because b we eat during the games like we eat oranges (laughs) on the sideline we might sneak a hot dog from halftime we'll eat it on the sideline so the eye is like a ha- jelly. Yeah, we eat everything on the sideline. We just don't get caught as much because we have so many players, the game going yeah. on. You can't get caught if you just put your head down. But in a basketball arena, and if you LeBron James, they go they go just jock your every yeah. move. So I don't know if that's an unwritten rule for basketball, but for us NFL players, we eat on the sidelines all the time. A couple things to this for me. First off, at Laker
1: legend, who is this dude? Michael and why Cooper. Does it matter? Who's Michael Cooper? Have you be be honest.
0: Be honest, B. Have you heard of Michael Cooper before? Nah, but he got legend behind his name, so he gotta be. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like,
1: I, like your opinion don't matter, bruh. Like, ugh, come on, why are we having this conversation? But I could if I'm a if I'm a nitpick LeBron, I think the problem could be is like you're not dressed. Cause I don't have a problem with any athletes that's dressed out and playing eating, right? Because you notice, know B, there's times where you feel like you don't have energy. And when you see, like, uh, uh, the quarterback for the Jets, uh, Mark Sanchez, that was a a legendary moment where he's eating a hot dog on the sideline, people looking at him like he's crazy. But it's like, yo, he needed to get fuel right then. So I can understand an athlete that's active eating whatever they need to eat to feel like they have the energy. I think the problem, if I'm nitpicking here, is that he's just dressed out and he's like a consumer of the game, and he's just, like, too casual with it. But, like, at the end of the day, I don't know who this guy is, and it's LeBron James. He can do whatever the hell he wants.
2: First of all, you guys are disrespectful to Michael Cooper. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: disres- I'm about to Google Michael Cooper. The disrespect
2: Cooper. is crazy right <laughs> now. Um, Michael, that not, I do not share those sentiments. That's all Brandon Marshall. Um, Michael
1: Cooper Jr.? I Yeah, there
2: listen, he is. There he I, uh, is. Don't, I do not share the same sentiments as this man. Do not put me in that category. Yeah, That's Cooper. just disrespectful. <laughs> That's Lakers legend Michael Cooper. What he
0: did.
3: Oh yeah, my God! Go ahead
2: you and you research it and Google it and, and educate Let's go yourself. To stats. Um, for me, like he averaged uh 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 his last
1: year with the Lakers, he averaged no, that's minutes. Oh, points, two points <laughs> and seventy nine. He averaged eight points a year before nine, eleven, seven, nine, eight, nine, ten, eight, seven, six. Your opinion doesn't matter.
2: That's an Okay, like I said, that's <laughs> Laker Nation. You come for this guy, leave us out of it. Michael um, be for real. Are we being? Are we being for real right now? I'm looking. Ash, look, ask, look at I'm not He's talking about still. that, oh, Brandon. Oh, 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 oh. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> having this argument with
1: you. Okay, go. <laughs>
2: are we are we being for real right now it's preseason he's not eating on the sidelines of the olympic games it is preseason this does not matter it doesn't mean anything he wasn't gonna play a full game anyway stop nitpicking it's weird i get it it's been a long off season we're all trying to find little things it's the preseason overreactions it's fruit he's not having a five course meal it's lebron james it's preseason nobody cares it doesn't count it's not gonna win you a ring, it's not gonna knock you out of the playoffs. Who gives a damn? It's fruit.
3: Mm-mm-mm. Move on.
2: Why are you watching him and not watching the game to begin with? And mm. it's so important. You put so much emphasis on the fact that oh my god, he's eating on the sidelines. How dare he? The disrespect for the game. Well, you watching him eat instead of watching the people on the court play. So who's really the loser in the conversation here? Move on. It doesn't matter. Who cares?
1: So um I just did a quick search, Ashley, and I'm with you there. Well, he is here. I just did the top all-time great Lakers. And w- oh, you still on Michael Cooper, right? Now? <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: So apologize. <laughs> he's, not apologize. I mean, he's up there.
1: He's under Gail Goodrich, whoever that is. No, I'm saying no disrespect because like the guys who paved the way for us as athletes, salute to them. But like,
0: if this was like you know Kareem or Magic, it'd be a story. But it's I hilarious. feel like everybody in this Lakers franchise, like they're not feeling Brian over there, man. It's really? almost like everything he does is almost like yeah well it's this Mm. or yeah well it's that it's almost like with his superstar status the way he came into la it's almost like they felt threatened you know like they're talking about hanging his jersey in the rafters and he only got one championship and he only been there a certain amount of years it's like everything he does it's not the fans it's always somebody in that organization that's pointing the finger got something to say about lebron man and that been his whole career but usually it's not with his franchise so mm-hmm. i just wonder where all this kind of it's not disrespect but just that i don't know it rubs in the wrong way we've in LA. seen
2: players eat mm-hmm. on the sideline the infamous meme of russ like going like this yeah that's what i'm like, saying like why is, it that, a, why is this it's a problem not that deep it's not that complex The man was hungry. It's a bowl of fruit this big. We're all going to be okay. Russell's on the sidelines in street clothes also going like this. We've seen players mid-game take a nacho from someone in the stands and eat it. We've seen players eat popcorn on the stands. We've seen players eat candy mm. on the sidelines. Who gives a damn? It's preseason. This is ridiculous that we're even having this conversation.
1: I know what we need to do, and I just need you guys. I'm going to say it, then Ashley's going to say it, and then B. Hopefully you can participate. Let's all look into our camera and say these words, recite these words. Let's normalize players eating on the sideline.
2: Oh, let's normalize players eat. Oh, go. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> right, start over again.
1: <laughs> we need to normalize players eating on the sideline.
2: Normalized players eating on the sidelines.
0: I agree with this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> There's normalized players <laughs> eating on the sidelines. Not that deep. Sometimes you're hungry.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nobody gives a damn. Listen,
3: we will be right
2: back with more paper wrap. We're going to dive into some NFL beef. I know the. You- At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. These guys can't wait to go ahead and talk about that. Brandon Marshall's no stranger to NFL beef. This is right up his alley. This in, this in real estate, right up his alley. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Listen, when I think of you, I think of a pioneer in the direct relationship between hip hop and sports. I mean, I go back to the Allen Iverson commercial, Reebok. I feel like that was the jumpstart of that relationship, that relationship in terms of the business aspect. Obviously, hip hop artists were always rocking with athletes and athletes were always rocking with hip hop artists. But it was the first time we saw it on the screen like that it was the first time we saw it in a commercial revenue space and now fast forward you see lil baby and john morant recreated that Mm -hmm. for beats i mean go back to that moment with ai you said that ai you know brought the hood to basketball essentially what was that like
4: um i think me growing up i played all sport i played basketball football baseball so he was just a, you know, Allen Iverson was, I could remember sitting in my man's living room watching his Georgetown, you know, watching him play in Georgetown. So I was already a huge fan of his. So when they bought the opportunity to me, shout out to Steve Stout, shout out to Trackmasters, Rough Riders, everybody that, you know, bought the opportunity. It was like coming here on the show. I'm like, What? he want he wanted to sit down with me to talk about doing the spot. So once I met him, you know, he was super down to earth. Um, he was a was like, yo, you one of my favorite rappers. I wanna do this, we're gonna do it. Got the beat, made you know, made it happen. I didn't think I didn't know right then that it would be a timeless uh commercial spot that opened up, you know, it kinda paved the way for everything that came after that. You know, fifty cent G unit and hove, the Aston Carters and all of that came after that. So for me to be able to do that initial commercial with Allen was a was an honor.
2: Welcome back to the show, everybody. Brandon, we're back.
4: We are back,
2: <laughs> and
1: I'm back. And somebody in the chat said, go wash your hands. I did not go to the bathroom. And and, and, and it's B, you weren't on our show. It's, uh. you know, it depends on the situation. Like if I'm in, if we're doing this right here and we got 2 minute break and I got to go to the bathroom really bad but it may take me 90 seconds and then I got 30 seconds to get back and get sh- situated I may not wash my hands. Is that is there is that does that bother you yesterday? That bothers me. Yeah. Oh,
2: you want to you let's dive yeah. into this and Brandon over the
3: door. <laughs>
2: We've had conversations about hygiene. Uh-huh. Brandon has um taken his fingernails off. With his teeth, and then said he's used his fingernail to like, as a toothpick. Is that gross?
0: That is gross, but I can't say you're too gross because I bite my fingernails too, so they're already in your mouth. Thank you. If you think about it, but I'm not gonna use it as a toothpick though. He that um, that's kind of like said
2: that he ha- didn't. You say that you used to pee in your football uniform.
1: No, that's not me. B might have. Do. No, I haven't. People ah! do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's
4: not. Nah.
0: Do
2: you you never, you never peed in your. No,
0: just tell the trainer to put a towel behind you, and you just kneel by the Gatorade cooler, and then that's what you. But in, no, we're talking
1: about no, you're like child, you take game. like, yeah, no, that's what yeah, we that's do. Game. Normal people, yeah, no, she, we're talking about pee, like, don't do that, just sit on the bench and just pee. No, like,
0: it's you it. won't warm pee on you, like, no, you've, you've never I, seen I don't a teammate do that. No, I seen like line, linemen do it all the time, but oh, they yeah. linemen, bro, yeah. like, they a whole different. Ew! Species. Why not just
2: go to the bathroom? And then here's
0: another thing, Ashley, who's your who's your favorite quarterback?
2: Dak Prescott, all right. Don't tell me nothing nasty about that, because then I'm not gonna be able to. <laughs> After the same practice,
1: way. would you smell the back of his hand? Smell
2: the back of his hand. If I
1: give you a thousand bucks to go like this for five seconds, would you do it? A
0: thousand bucks.
2: No, because it's why? five
0: thousand. Why? This is a back th- of hand, like
2: this. You
0: wouldn't smell the back of a hand for a thousand dollars
2: for five. Th- I mean, I guess, but now I just feel like I shouldn't. <laughs> why? What's wrong with the back? Come of his
1: hand? Come on, just would you? Okay, do it? yes.
2: What's wrong with the back of his hand?
1: That back of that hand been on that, that center's ass <laughs> for three hours. It is so stinky. Dropped. Yo, it's so like...
2: How would you know what the back of the hand smells like?
1: Because, like, I, I mean, we're just out there every single day. So, like, Jay... So were like, you telling Jay, Jay colors
2: back of his hand? No, so,
1: like, that's how I realized there was a situation. One day in practice, Jay had, like, multiple shorts on the sideline for our center, Roberto Garza. And so, I'm like, what the hell's going on? He was making Roberto Garza change his shorts in practice... Like every 30, 45 minutes because his ass stink. I would right? never thought about that. Yeah, you gotta think that right. Nobody does. But as that presser, that's a great question for y'all favorite quarterback. We can see him like, hey man, how does your hand smell after practice or a game?
2: Well, I mean to say all this because Brandon um, does not wash his hands after he pees.
0: That's insane. Dude. No, no, no. You're that's giving not- everybody like all types of germs, like. I just dapped you up when I came in here. Now yep. I'm like, look, I'm like, oh, I washed my hands. Like I'm, no, I'm talking about like if, boom, we gotta
1: go to the bathroom right now. I gotta rush it to get back on set. I don't got time to yeah, wash my hands. Yeah, and if somebody
0: hands. walk in the room like, what's up, B, you not go withholding your Don't, home, don't, don't, don't,
1: don't, 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 don't
0: shake my hand
1: once the show starts, if I leave and go to the bathroom. <laughs> you
2: just touched my hand.
1: But I didn't go
0: to the bathroom today. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we pounding it out for now. <laughs>
2: Here we go, folks. We're going to dive into some NFL beef. Um, Some serious drama is going down between CJ Gardner-Johnson and Debo Samuel. The two have been beefing on Twitter about Debo's toughness or lack thereof. And then CJ actually took it to another level and went on Instagram Live. Roll the clip.
3: Don't
1: be friendly when you see me. Because you be so flashy. You better hope. Well, you better hope all that talk you be doing. We see y'all, what, whatever right round it may be. Because I can't guard you. You can't run routes. You're a running back. You're a running back. You know, I ain't going to sit here and play with you, little boy. Because you got a little bag. People gave you a little clout. Man, you ain't nothing, bro. Stop. He
2: wasn't the guy. All right. He said, if you guys couldn't hear that, he said, quote, Don't be friendly when you see me. Because you be so flashy, you better hope all that talk you've been doing. Because I can guard you, you can't run routes, you're a running back. I'm not going to sit <laughs> here and play with you, little boy. How was mm. that? Was that good?
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, you, you nailed
2: it. I nailed it? Yeah. Did, you did. did I get that take yo, hit, you nailed it. You got to hit the little boy. Oh. You nailed it.
1: <laughs> Man.
2: Guys, beefing is so funny to me. Y'all call each other little boys and stuff like that. Girls just be like going for the jugular. Y'all be like...
1: We be playing around. beefing. <laughs> <laughs> little boy.
2: <laughs>
1: so, this is what I would say here. This beef goes back... Ashley, we were part of the beef. You don't even recall.
2: We were part of the beef at ah, Super Bowl. Thank you. And that's why Devo got the beef... Well, not for me, but... For y'all <laughs>
1: right so uh long story short last year we activated uh radio row b and uh we had just the who's who coming in and out of our uh activation right uh we did some stuff with TikTok. we did some stuff with sleep number and actually with sleep number we had uh debo come join us right and during that time debo just like it, it was it was interesting it was like what we want our athletes to be as honest and give their true thoughts but it's counterculture to how we're kind of trained, right? Like, you yeah. don't really go out there and talk like this. When we were playing, if it was real beef, we'd do that. But we're seeing a lot of this now where guys are just just going at it, right? Um, and so Debo came on, and, and he just called out the entire Eagles secondary, right? And so now, obviously, he's with the, the Lions, but he called out the entire uh, uh, Eagles uh, secondary, and it turned into this whole thing. It went viral, and he actually got mad at me, too. So... What? those things too because
2: thing. he not mad at me
1: well he got <laughs> mad well i'm saying he got mad at me right and he's like you wonder why it took so long for me to come just on so your you show. know
2: flow, like i always get excused from the beef and the animosity yeah like they never have it for me it's always for brand now that you're here maybe you'll take some no of it. It, it's never but it's it's never for me i know Pac-Man. how to
0: move the situation it's, it's cool i'm it's on board now it's moving every, Pac- I'm moving every Pac- we have kaepernick Colin
1: kaepernick on the show right we have an amazing conversation and then Pac-Man get hit up in t- by TMZ a week, a week later in L.A., getting off of a plane, and he says something like disagreeing with Cap. Cap calls me. He's pissed off at me. We had other <laughs> ideas we wanted to talk through. I haven't heard from Cap since then, <laughs> right? Uh, Debo gets mad at me because the, he said what he said. Yeah. And the social media team put it out there. He called me snapping. I'm like, bro, I'm sorry, bro. Like, we'll fix it. But, like, that wasn't our intention. But you said it. Yeah. Why are you mad at me? You said it. So.
2: Jalen Ramsey.
1: Jalen Ramsey. Well, we brought on a doc, a doctor. We bring a doctor on to talk about his injury. Jalen Ramsey gets mad at me. Oh, you on a list, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm on a. Ne- oh, let me let's keep going. Dak Dan- Prescott. Uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Shady McCoy. He said something Dak on Fox. Day, so he said something on Fox, right? I remember. And Dak get mad at me, guilty for association. Well, he ain't get mad at me. Dak was just like, nah, like I got my boundaries. I, there's some people I sit down with, some people I don't. But he, you know, he's real particular there. I like Dak a lot, but. Yeah, bro, it's real beef. Like, athletes, we we sensitive. Yeah, I mean, we sensitive. it
0: come with the territory. But with these two, man, I love it because they both tough football players, right? You see by Debo's style of play. And C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he always just been about to smoke, right? Like, he ain't backing down from nothing. He asked the whole fan base to wear a ski mask to the game, which I knew they wasn't. Like, he was tripping. But that's just, that's just, <laughs> that just his fun. vibe, right? And – We have this talk when we talk to players face-to-face in pregame. Like, we'll have these talks during pregame. It's just now hitting social media. So, when it hits social media, it kind of hits you a certain way because everybody else gets to chime in. And they make you snap back a little bit more because you're just getting so many different influences. Like, yo, I know you got 24 hours to respond. Like, how many times (laughs) have we seen that when you didn't even feel like it was too much said? but. Nah, I love it. I love to talk Is between this... these two. I feel
2: like CJ tried it though, because everybody knows Debo was more than a running back.
0: Nah, so no, I mean, no, no, that's his style oh, of play. Come no. on,
1: we gonna no. sit here and say and that now? More you, than a running back? Hold on, hold on. And and I'm gonna give you. I'm I'm doing this because I don't know. I'm doing this because it was like a Steve Smith, uh, 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 uh what's his name? Um, Jerry, Jerry Judy beef. Type thing right where i went up to I, he had he felt how he felt and then behind the scenes i'm texting i'm like yo bro i'm sorry like i didn't that's not my job about? debo samuels oh, debo, okay and when he texts me and when he's i'm doing my steve Smith. when he texts me when he said y'all took the higher road y'all have been proud of me
2: he said i don't f with you basically
1: Be- yeah it was like boom now so so now that we here. If we really want to talk, because I don't really want to, I don't like having these type of conversations, but if we're going to be 100% honest, though, is he a top five wide receiver?
0: I wouldn't give him top is he five, a top five but, receiver? But listen, dude. you got you to let me respond. Okay, go ahead. He's not a top five receiver. Is and he a top 10 receiver? You can say he's so because of how threat. they use have him. You, yeah, so he's so an athlete. Say
2: he's not a dual
1: he, threat. He's an athlete, and but that's, that's not why a knock. He, but that's huh? not
0: a knock. You can't put him in a category of a receiver if he is athlete. So, so C.J. Gardner is right then. No,
1: he he's
2: wrong. How's he, he wrong? You, CJ, because you sat up here and said, you're you're a running back. You're just a running back. You can't run routes. We can see that that's not true. Maybe he can't run a route that, like a Justin Jefferson or a Devontae Adams. But we're not going to sit up here and say that this man isn't a dual threat. That the way that the 49ers utilize him in multiple aspects is a typical hey running guys, back. He's just guys, a running guys. back. He
1: came that's in the league not, in 2000. That's not true. He came in the league in 2019. And everybody can do this. At, and I'll let you finish which because I want to hear your thoughts mm-hmm. as a defender. right? He's not top five. He's not top Top ten and potentially not even top fifteen, but he is potentially top fifty from a player's perspective in NFL. He is dynamic. He is like that. But what CJ Gardner saying is going out there. There's no smoke. This like you want to come out here on this island. it's one on one. I think you know the the best corners is going to get the best of Debo in that way. But Kyle Shanahan knows what he is, and he puts him in position to be elite and be great. It's not a knock on uh, Debo Samuels, but when you come in just from a receiver standpoint, 2019 had 800 yards. 2020 followed that up by 390 yards. Then 1,400 yards is greatest season. And that was the year where he started negotiating this contract. Why did it take so long for them to get the deal? Because they were like, yo, you're really, not, we can't give you wide receiver money. He ended up forcing them because they need him, and they did the right thing by paying paying him his value from a player's perspective and then the last two years well last year he had 630 yards as
0: a receiver that's a number three receiver on 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 good teams. so i agree with what you said right he's an athlete he's a playmaker so the only thing i disagree with is you can't put him in the receiver category if you know that right so like you said if you're a top corner if you're a corner and you're coming out you have Debo on the island just running routes he's not going to keep you up at night, the night before watching extra film. right? But that's not what makes him special. When he getting them screens, when he coming in the backfield, getting them tosses, I right. think that's what makes him unique. It's not another Debo Samuels in the NFL, and he shouldn't take what C.J. Gardner said, Johnson said, as a knock. But just look at it like, yo, I'm unique. Can't nobody do what I do. That's yeah. how you feel about Facts. my game, but can't nobody do yeah, what but, I do. but, but, so but all, how you want
1: Yeah, me. but all I'm saying is C.J. Gardner was right in his assessment. That's all was I'm saying, because no? I agree with that. Yes, he Kinda. was. He, said, he, he, he a, said you're not a receiver. But he is. But he he he's a he receiver is, and a running back. He said you're not like no, that. No, he
2: said you said because I can guard you. You can't run routes. You're a running back sitting here and saying you can't run routes. You're a running back. He can
0: run route. He can well, run. That's route. what I'm saying. He like you're you're
2: trying to like you're trying to compartmentalize okay. him as just a running back. And whether you like Debo Samuel or not. You cannot ignore the fact that he's, he's a, a dual maker. threat. He's a playmaker. He's, play he's more than just a running back. So like if you going to throw some smoke, here's my thing about throwing. I wasn't smoke. I wasn't I here's wasn't a route about, runner. Y- y'all both, y'all about, both right. Here's my thing about sense. beef though. Like if you going to beef with me, and you gonna throw shots my way? Make sure that they're accurate. That that's is accurate. I, that's Ashley? not accurate. You're it, it just is. a running back. That's not true. Y'all both right. <laughs>
1: you're talking about like oh, like the nah, like being facts, hard facts. What he's saying is he's like this much right. You're not really good like just going out on the an island and it's like Maui, Mono. You got to run a whole route tree. you know not i to I'm, to a I'm probably line. gonna take C.J. Gardner.
2: But you not being able to run routes doesn't mean you're just a running back because we have seen him in yeah, other being... si- we have seen him in situations where he's been utilized as more than a running back and he's been successful. All I'm saying is him okay. not being able to run routes doesn't mean he's just a running back. He's more than a running back. He's a dual threat. He's a playmaker. Like it's not an accurate diss. That's all I'm saying. Okay. It's just not accurate. So okay. B
0: you think you would you would list him as just a running back?
1: No, I'll put, if if I I I think he should embrace this. I think he lists himself as player. Like I would call myself player. That ain't enough on it
0: though, because he's kind of he kind of feel know, like he got a special asset. So if you go put player, you got to put playmaker. Like okay, you can because, put yes, yes, yes. I like because that. he's yep. before Christian McCaffrey came, he was their offense, mm-hmm. right? So you got to give him some jug because. You give it to him on screens. He will break a dig route off and he'll break two tackles and he will score. So in his mind, his concept is like, I scored running digs and I scored catching back shoulder fade. So don't take the receiver off me. I understand what Gardner Johnson is saying. And what you're saying is, if you say, who's your top 10, like just route runners? No, top 10 wide
1: receivers. I'm saying wide receiver, but you can, if you want to go that, you can go there too. Yeah. Because I wasn't a route runner, but I still was top five in my prime. I still was top ten most of my career.
3: Yeah.
0: I I think when we say receiver, we put him in a box. I think he's just that one player in the NFL that's outside of the box. So, I just feel like you can't even put him in that box because you're doing a disservice of putting him in that box of just a wide receiver. Right.
2: Well, listen, Beef, good for the NFL, bad for the NFL.
0: Great for Beef (laughs) flow.
2: Brandon. (laughs)
1: it's great for the NFL. It's great for the NFL. It's great for the NFL. It's great. I I mean, this is difficult because like the type of beef that I like when I say it's great, I like the entertainment side. Mm-hmm. I don't like the us tearing each other down side. Mm-hmm. You understand? So like this is borderline, you How know? this
0: borderline though?
1: Because like you hear what Debo said, he said, see me off the field. Okay, and then C.J. Gardner kind of, he played it down a little bit, but he said the same thing. He said the same thing, but then played it down a little bit by getting into the football stuff. That's That, to me, that's real. I get, it. Like, now I get what you saying. See, I get what you're saying. So I, so I said saying. it, B. Now we yeah. we both live in South Florida in the mm-hmm. offseason. You know, I never, we, me and you don't go out like that, but like what if I see you at Live Nightclub, and after we didn't have this exchange, what's happening? Yeah, they don't need to oh, go there. Or, or, I agree. Or that's true. the five, six guys that you with, the five, six guys I'm with. You know what I'm saying, but I like the I like the trash talk. I like the going back and forth, but friendly. But now when we step off the field, boom, let's just get back to you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree.
2: What's um, what is your biggest NFL beef that you had?
1: Mine's was internal, Jay Cutler. <laughs> Mine was Jay Cutler, my own quarterback, the second half of my no, career. No, like, like actual beef. Like um, out,
2: was it UTO? Joey
1: Porter. Joey Porter, pull that up for me, Woo. uh, Maybe we can play that in the second half of the show. No, like, it was real. And it was the same situation. Like, we went out there. He said what he said. It was on some field. I feel like Joey went too far um, with his trash talking. He's legendary for that, Um, which is interesting. Like, a couple years later, I ended up renting this house when I got drafted, uh, traded to the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) But what ended up happening was we had this real beef publicly, and then we get to the – Pro Bowl, we're out in Hawaii. It's tension. How you so,
2: tension in Hawaii? Because like Would we be just came
1: Would off of be stuff be like this. Doing this, the season? this. Yeah. We came off of something yeah. like this, and, be now be be there. There. and now we did. And now, and now, now I'm like in this position where it's like it's up when I see him. Before we can even get there, you had like Peyton Manning and Ray Lewis and all those dudes. We're we're out there at stretch, and they was like, Joey. You and b more straight? Because what b more what I said was like, bro, you be the dude in the nightclub taking your shirt off and dancing around in the middle of the dance floor. I'm talking trash like that. The night before, he was in the middle of the nightclub with his <laughs> shirt off doing it in Hawaii. And so the guys start calling him out, and that eased it, right? Because then everybody started laughing. And me me him start laughing, and literally like a year later, I start writing his crib.
0: Yeah. What about you? I didn't have a beef with a specific player. It just... I kinda I don't know. I kinda beef just doing the game. It ain't never oh. turned into an after the game. We making comments. Like it's just doing the game type vibes. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. got the energy. I don't beefo care. Calm. I don't care that yeah, beefo I don't care that much nasty. about it that beef with you. Like, right? yeah, 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 It's
2: a. All right, here calm. we go. Listen, getting to some quick reads here. We're gonna dive back into basketball for a second. Yes. Um
0: Come we, to got me. I'm hilar- the expert. we
2: got I'm a the hilarious clip from the Dallas Mavericks that I actually told Brian that I want to do this on set with us three because this is this actually is very, very funny. Do we have the remote, though, so that we can I hear? Okay, cool. So go ahead and play this clip. It's called the Whisper Challenge, basically, you yeah. have headphones. Just run this. I'm Batman.
1: <laughs> I saw Miley Cyrus, but that ain't Call it. Say it again. Call of
4: Duty. Long Island, nice to <laughs> Almond baby. Let
2: me see your ink.
4: Orange juice.
2: Are you ready?
4: Are you ready? Miss <laughs> E Shoot the tree. Bad bunny. Mexic liver.
3: Bad bunny.
4: Mexic. <laughs>
2: They even close. First of all, Luca said Long Island iced tea with so much conviction in his chest.
1: How he know what Long Island iced tea is?
2: Luca, Luca's a partier. Luca be drinking. I saw him at the Miami <laughs> Open one time. He was like, he had the double beers or whatever. That's just like. He yeah, he was he was catching a vibe. Um, but yeah, it was actually that's just like that. that's just that's Call dope. of Duty Long Island iced tea. So I told Brian like, I want to do that with us. Like, we give each other words, and we can see who like can do it. Like I feel I'm like I'll, I feel like I'll win because I'm a really good lip reader. I might have my headphones right here. Let's do it now. You know
0: I'm gonna an analyze. I analyze everything. I'm oh my god, wants to do it now. <laughs> you I'm have your headphones.
2: They gotta be like Apple headphones, though. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: but we gotta get the same kind of whispers that we all can get the same gauge. So we gotta have a producer come in and sit on the couch. Like I might can give it away with the way I'm saying. I feel like yo,
2: but I have to be able to like you gotta play music so I can't hear. Oh, okay. And then okay. you got to give me a word.
0: All right, I'm going to
1: play some music. What you want to listen to? Uh, I don't know. What y'all know. think is in my playlist right now? Rumors li- featuring Little Dirt. I'm going to put some ratchet stuff <laughs> on for you. Can you hear me? Okay.
2: It?
1: You can hear it? All right. All right B, you want to give her the first word?
2: Okay, give me a word. I can't hear a thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> loud.
0: Go ahead. You got to look at her. So all, all right. I'm letter. ready. I'm ready. All right, I'm going to go with... This is harder than I thought. I, I can't I even think of stopped. a word. Go uh, ahead. You, you, okay, you okay. I give can't me a even word. think of a word. All right.
1: Ashley is high maintenance. Ashley Ashley is high maintenance.
2: Ashley is high maintenance.
0: <laughs> 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 you can't do it again. You gave, that, you gave it away. you gave it away. You gave it away to Yeah, second But time. I was like, I, I, thought, yeah, I was yeah, trying to give yeah, it to you. You gotta her.
2: do it naturally.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um Italian
2: ice. These nuts? <laughs> what did you <he> say? Italian <laughs> ice. I thought you said these nuts. Yeah. Okay. We gotta do this like for right. real, for We're real. We it. gotta do like a whole segment of this. It's actually very, very fun seeing. Very um nuts. Yeah, but yeah, that's just I love seeing those videos because people mm-hmm. get them so drastically wrong. Like I just did right now, Italian ice, these nuts. I could have sworn you said, you said these said nuts.
3: Th- Why would I, say? <laughs> I don't um, know.
1: um were you shocked that I had my headphones right there?
2: I actually was. Yeah. That was, like, very clutch. But, I yeah. Brian, back. I need you to go ahead and, and put a segment in the game. In a show. we nige- can do it. We'll pre-record oh, we, we, it. We'll pre-record it. Yes, we can do that. We'll it would be really, really cool. Um we'll do it The chat is cracking up that I said these nuts. That's, <laughs> that's the most New York answer I could have given. Um, <laughs> all right. Listen, we're going to go ahead. <laughs> the Jazz make a Big Air Jordan design fail, by the way. So... Um, (laughs) check this out, check out this shirt. That was recently pulled from the jazz team store because of fan backlash. Look at this. Now it's the air Jordan logo hovering over the Utah jazz logo or team name. Rather now that's it's,
1: these nuts right it's, there. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: got
3: <these> it's nuts. <laughs> interesting
2: because Jordan took down the jazz, not once, but twice mm. in the NBA finals. So talk about bad, uh, history revision here. Uh,
0: First yeah, of all, the shirt's ugly. Terrible. Who thought that was a good idea, though? <laughs> like, people don't understand. It's like some fans, they days, they years, they life are made off how their sports teams are doing. Like, if their fans are getting hunted by Michael Jordan, they don't even want to see Michael Jordan. They don't want to see him golfing. They yeah. don't want to see him on a yacht. Tell that to so Knicks to, fans. So to walk in their team store and have Jordan, just that right. whole just reminder of just what, Bill? Russell? What was Russell's uh, first name that he? Uh, Crossed over, pushed him in the back. Oh, hit him with uh, a B flow. Well, it's slower than B flow crossover. He kind of gave him a little crossover step. You're back, saying who was the guy? Yeah. Who's the guy he did that to? Russell, I remember that his last it. name was Russ. I can't get no, his first name. No, no. It wasn't Bill Russell. About.
1: Dang, I know he a big Jordan,
0: when he played, Utah. that's one of his and greatest highlights. Oh, yes, 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 back. yes, yeah. Chad? yes. Chat, no. Yes, who's yes. his
2: name, Chat? Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. By- Byron. 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 Russell. Yes.
0: There you go. Byron. There you go. Basketball You can't put Jordan in your stadium. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, it's just Terrible. yeah. First of all, it's ugly. It's just like out of control. Just like disproportionate. It's just <laughs> gross. Um, Utah is just like
1: they miss it. They I miss- didn't.
2: I did. I've never. I never been to Utah. I Know the All Star Game was there last year. I skipped that one.
0: Um, it's not kind of dope, low key. You been to Utah? Yeah. What you like about Utah? Yeah, let's let's, let's first, dive into
2: this. What do, you black, you gotta, what do you, you like gotta, about you gotta,
0: Utah? First black person. <laughs> first black person. <laughs> nah, like, you got to know where to go, how to vibe. Like, you got to know, you know, every city you go in, you got to know the right people. Mm. So, eh. nah, Utah One kind of my of good vibe. friends,
2: Spider Mitchell, lived in uh, uh, Utah for a very long time, and... uh it was not it. So spider hit
0: me up. I'm going to introduce you to the people I know. And I a... <laughs> <laughs> might not, close not know the right people there. Hey, it's not about that. Is oh, you out I'm there? A, yeah, you yeah, out yeah. there
2: Partnering the mountains with the mountain. People. Yeah. Did you, do you speak moonshine?
0: I do everything. Yeah, I ski. Oh. Do you snowboard or ski?
2: Speaking of ski. Oh. snowboarding and skiing, you when you logged off the show yesterday to go and go ahead and do your shirt. I mean, your shirt, your shoes. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yes, but no. Um, we were on the topic that. of basketball. And B-Flow here says that his NBA comp is Kyrie Irving, and he would cook you one-on-one. And I said, we got to get will. this on paper out. I showed him your video. Oh, you did? And I told him that you're a great free throw, you know, shooter. shooter. You yes, shooter. I said free throw
0: shooter. Don't no, say shooter. But
2: he <laughs> said that you ain't got no movement, no lateral. I seen the lateral
0: movement. It's you just not uh-uh. there. I'm going to keep rocking you yeah, like you look, this. Look, look, and then I'm going to bring it back. I'm telling It's just, it's not you. It's me. Like, Ooh. it's not too many that can, like, Whoa. stay in front of me. So don't take this personal. Be It's like, I can't think of too many that can, and like, keep said, up with me on the he court. he
2: said, the player comp of Kyrie Irving is him being you know, is is downplaying his skill set.
0: Yeah, I was being humble. He was
2: being humble. Oh, wow.
1: yeah. yeah. So my my player comp would be Carmelo, but play D like he can score like that. Kobe, like that was. I'm talking about when. See you. I see the movement. Uh huh. I see it. I would say I would need a couple of weeks.
2: You just say Carmelo I, mixed with Kobe's. are you just no said? Kobe's <laughs> defense. So, offensively, so, Carmelo's offense
3: game offensively, Kobe's defense Offensively,
1: again. it was like that, how he played the game. That's how I played the game. You're Joel Embiid. But then his defense, Carmelo, you know, you get to no, you're Joel No, you're Joel Embiid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're Joel Embiid. Uh,
0: you're Ashley, Joel Embiid. I'm telling
1: you. Ask Amari Stoudemire. He'll Brandon. tell you. He'll tell you. I played with legends. I believe you, bro. But here's the thing. That's what I'll say. I, I believe I believe you were really good. B is one of those people. That's why I asked him, like, do you ski? Do you snowboard? He's like, I do everything. He's that guy that literally probably does everything. <laughs> go, he can Randomly hit a golf go ball. He everything. can hit a baseball. He's like Odell. Like, but he's quiet with it. So I believe that. But I like me versus B. Um, Ashley, I can understand why you feel like I'm Joel and B, because you got me. I was that back when we did the Angel Reese thing, I was 260. I couldn't move. So yeah, that.
0: But bro, I got moves, bro.
1: We battled it out, B. You know, I understand that. Moving on a little
0: shiftiness. Moving on a football field and basketball court is two totally different I know, things. No, you're right. Two totally different things. The angle's different. It's just, it's a B whole different game. B wasn't even worried
1: about my movement on the field. He was just worried, like, damn, like B just 6'5. Yeah, like, he you taller tall, me. He got to go. <laughs> yeah. oh, and I don't yeah. know what B. B, you gave me the most legendary. Anytime for years, anytime like people introduce me, they always quote you right and still to this day people quote me like when it comes to football yeah you remember what you called me or what you said you know back in the day when they I asked you, you like who defined player, brandon marshall what did you say
0: you're a defensive player playing offense I you called that. me a
1: defensive lineman playing wide receiver yeah. or something like Yeah. like something like that and people always quote that so
0: appreciate that now i got you yeah, i'm gonna yeah, show yeah. love i'm like, hey, gonna be honest
2: I'm cooking you one on one
0: I know. But, but if back to the smoke. I keep trying to tell y'all, it's not just B. It's not it's like maybe two percent in this world. So why you ain't go to no. the
1: why didn't you go to the Because He said he was too short.
0: So when I was coming out, Chris Paul, I'm the same age as Chris Paul and those guys. Mm-hmm. So I didn't AI was the only one, right? right? So I was just like, yo, I think my chances in football or baseball go be better than basketball. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I could have went to Ohio State and played both sports, but I don't know, for some reason I like VTech visit. It was crazy. So when I went to VTech I was like I ain't going to play for their basketball right. team. They wasn't really doing that in there. You know what I'm saying? So, I would cook you. Yeah, she's I, stuck. If you. If you say so, she's I ain't. Ashley, you, you know what she's good at? She's good enemy. at
1: that cornhole game. She beat me in cornhole. We can
2: one-on-one and I would cook you. Cornhole. I would cook you in cornhole, too. You would
1: not
0: cook me in cornhole. You know,
1: this I would is...
2: cook you in cornhole. Yo, can I'm we run a? Can we have a paper round show where we just play different games for a segment? That I will cook you in cornhole, day day. beer pong, <laughs> tennis. Round. Red Star,
1: we got room there. Yo, I will What about ping pong?
2: Ping pong, cooked. What else you want to do?
1: No nah, that's it so listen this is what I would Ski say ball, this hook. is the this is I know we gotta get back on track here but this is the beautiful thing about like having these type of spaces and having these conversations where we can just take time and just like you know learn about each other et cetera et cetera but like bro like <clears throat> there's so much to our athletes that we don't know mm-hmm. and we don't see. You know what I mean? Just the hearing, hearing that, like, yeah, I ski. Yeah, I play basketball. I could have went here. There's so many more t- stories that need to be told around our athletes. So sorry I just had a moment. You know, I appreciate, you know, getting to know our guys that we see as superheroes and have capes <laughs> on 90% of the time.
2: Well, listen, um, we're going to talk a little tush push, brotherly shove, whatever you want to say it, uh-huh. <laughs> call it. Uh, the Eagles' Tush Push, a.k.a. the brotherly, brotherly shove, has gotten plenty of tension so far this season, but their division rivals owner, a.k.a. Jerry Jones, has no problem with it. On, his, on a, his weekly radio appearance, he said he actually likes the play and says there's a place in the game for it. Do you agree with that? Now... Dak Prescott, they did attempt this play in the game against the Chargers, and when asked why it didn't work, Dak said they didn't push my tush enough. So <laughs> that was his answer. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles are the team that seems to have completely just mastered this play. I have not seen anybody do it nearly as successful as they have, which is why I think a lot of teams are upset by it. Like I said, the Dallas Cowboys tried it, didn't get the same results. But um, let me start with you, b Flow, the tush push. How you feeling? Brother, I mean, shove.
0: I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, Just because every other team in the NFL, they haven't mastered it. Like Jerry Jones liked it because he thought they will be able to be successful on it. But as we've seen, it's harder than you think. That so, was the
2: most failed tush push I've ever seen. Yeah. So <laughs> the,
0: just the fact that the Eagles are the only squad that can do it. I mean, I'm with it. When a, when a whole NFL team, like the league does it, and then it's not even entertaining for a third and one, third and two, fourth and one, fourth and two, then we gotta get it out. But until then, hey, let's do it.
1: So Ashley, earlier in the show, we talked about Aaron Rodgers, and we've been talking about him for a long time. He finds a way to keep himself in the media, and uh, we wanna keep him in the media. Um, you are tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing about the tush push. like. The Tush Push, like, why are we still talking about the Tush Push? Why are, why are so many people interested? Why is this an interesting topic? Like, everybody's talking about it. Can y'all tell me why this is
0: interesting? It's because it's so... It looks like it's, fun, I'm
2: not going to lie.
0: You can't stop it. And I think people get frustrated when they're playing the Eagles, like, yo, this is a pivotal moment in the game, like, but we can't stop it. And it's not fair that we don't have a chance. That's why I think... Every team they play, the fan base or the media outlet in that city, they go keep bringing it up. Like, right. yo, this is where we supposed to get our stop and make a score or go on a run, but we can't because this play is just unstoppable. So we go hear it until they make a final rule. Like, are we gonna ban it or right. we not banning it for sure? I'm I wouldn't Jerry mind. Jones. I
2: wouldn't mind a good tush push.
0: <laughs> All right.
3: What what is going just, I'm just gonna look this way. Hey, I'm gonna just
0: keep looking. Yeah, right. This way. Hey. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> just saying every now and then a good little no, shot. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ain't get yeah, me.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at this Jerry Jones, little weird little yeah. photo of Jerry Jones. <laughs> I didn't I would it
1: mind a little no. push. Why you going to put us in this predicament? Like, don't even put us That's in this a, predicament. What do you mean? Like,
2: we're talking about tush Why push. Why can't Jack get his tush push and I can't? Uh, <laughs> no. So, I'm going to
1: take over <laughs> hosting <laughs> the show right now. The next topic. This show, don't do my gonna
2: <laughs> All right, going to go ahead and move on here. Now, yesterday, on yesterday's show, we got into an interesting conversation about Aaron Rodgers. And where he landed in terms of tiers of quarterbacks: tier one, tier two, tier three. And we decided that we were going to go ahead and give Brandon Marshall a opportunity, or put him in the hot seat, rather, to go ahead and give us his all time QB tier rankings. Three tiers. Who's going to make the cut? Go ahead, Brandon. Who we got? Let's let's dive into this. I'm excited. He's probably going to be a hot mess. But here so we go. so before
1: we even show the graphic, whoa 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 whoa. Um, Great debate the other day. Was it yesterday or was it Monday? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. (laughs) Okay. So like Ashley said, we debated it and it's like, you know, does Patrick Mahomes deserve to be up there with Tom Brady? And I gave the best, the best uh, uh, example and illustration of, you know, how they can be on the same floor, but not necessarily in the same tax bracket, bracket, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Penthouse, you know? I stayed at, before Trump was Trump, stayed at the Trump Tower in Chicago. You know, you had D. Rose in the building. You had uh, Steve Harvey living in the building. R. Kelly lived in the building. Um, And and they had the penthouses. But D. Rose's penthouse was totally different than Steve (laughs) Harvey's penthouse, right? So, you know, the way we broke this down, okay, is we looked at it and said, okay, who's in the penthouse Who's in the middle level? Like I was at the, the mid duplex. level. I was, at the, I was in the mid level. I had a beautiful view. I you could the see duplex? the south side. No, I was I had a nice unit. I had a middle <laughs> unit.
2: So is unit below duplex?
1: Yeah, I, you know what? I was trying, last night I was trying to play with that. I was like, I, I couldn't figure out the, all the terms. So what I went with was like penthouse, you know, mid level and then just in the building,
3: <laughs> right?
1: <I got laughs> like there's some people just in the building. They don't you. got no view, they got nothing, yeah. right? So the way we broke this down is all-time great quarterbacks, who's penthouse, who's the best of the best and why, and then mid-level, and then there's just some guys that's just in the building, you're just in the building, but you're special, to get into some of these properties, you got to be somebody, okay, they got to approve of you, and then there's some other little interesting things that we threw, because the building needs people, right, so let's look at it really quickly, Throw that graphic
2: up there, B.C. Okay, penthouse, middle in the building. Here
1: we go. I don't know how this is going to roll out, but I'm assuming that because we did it this way, it might just be penthouse. But if it is all three, then I will. I'll walk through it. Let's look at the penthouse right now. Who's in the penthouse? Who's in the penthouse? Throw that up. Penthouse,
2: penthouse, penthouse.
1: Joe Montana. How many Super Bowls Joe Montana got? Is it faux? I believe it's faux. So Joe Montana was special. Obviously, he had uh, the great uh, Bill Walsh, you know, revolutionized the way we approach offense. He had Jerry Rice. He had so many other uh, weapons. He had a, a crazy defense. How many Hall of Famers came from that era from that team? So Joe Montana is the guy that one of our guys in the penthouse looked up to, said that I don't I still don't know if I'm better than Joe Montana. So I got to put Joe Montana in the penthouse, but I don't think he has the biggest house on the floor. Another guy that's in the penthouse, some of you guys uh, will, will, will challenge me here. I think Brent b Flow challenged me yesterday, or it was Ashley who said, how can he be in the penthouse? He has how many Super Bowls? And he's, he's still in the prime of his career. Patrick Mahomes can potentially go down as the greatest quarterback ever if he has maybe two more Super Bowls. I don't think he needs to... Uh, pass or pass Tom Brady to become the best uh, 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 quarterback that our game has ever seen. He is like that. Okay. And then the guy that looked up to Joe Montana and humbly always says, I don't think that I am better than Joe Montana. He is the guy. It's obviously Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady, um, obviously, I think everybody would agree with me here that he's in the penthouse. This is the elite of the elite. And so Tom Brady is one of those guys um, that is not only one of the greatest athletes and competitors in football, but he's in in all of sports This dude is just different in how you think now. Let's go to You know like the mid floors right like when I was at the Trump Tower before Trump was Trump And you know, I had a nice <laughs> view. I could see the south side of Chicago. I had the the lake. I had everything It was beautiful. I had the skyline. I was happy to be in the building. But I wasn't sitting up there with Steve Harvey. I wasn't sitting up there with Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose pulling up, valet throwing the keys out of a wraith. That's when the wraith was 400,000 B. So let's look at the mid level. Okay, here we go. First guy we got on this board is Brett Favre. I want to put an asterisk here because it's like, I don't believe in cancel culture. But damn, he's the first person who was like, I need to... Him and R. Kelly was the first people like, I need to cancel, (laughs) y'all, okay? So, but Brett Favre, all-time list, he's like four or five. Like, Brett Favre was him. The only knock on Brett Favre was how he turned the ball over. But I like people like that. He's going for it. He's playing to... Like, right now, we need it. So, Brett Favre is in the building, for sure. It shouldn't be no debate, but I can understand why people want to have an asterisk beside Brett Favre. But the body of work, you know, tells a story for itself. Who else do we have here? Okay. We got Terry Bradshaw. Let's throw up the next one. Let's go. I'm I'm gonna talk to him. Boom. Throw up the next one. Terry Bradshaw, Aaron Rodgers, throw up the next one. This is the guys that just like, man, they're right there. John Elway, throw up the next one. Boom. Peyton Manning. Did I miss anybody? Before y'all go, did. I think about it. Did I miss anybody? Peyton Manning. Like I feel like, damn! Like Peyton Manny was supposed to have more Super Bowls, but Peyton Manning, like he was the sheriff. Peyton Manning was just different. I don't know if we would ever see a operator at the quarterback position the way we saw Peyton Manning do it for years. John Elway is John Elway, two Super Bowls, legendary, and he has a story of how he changed the quarterback position. Aaron Rodgers underperformed, underachieved his whole career for me because Aaron Rodgers should be up there in the penthouse, but he has one Super Bowl, and I don't think another Super Bowl would actually get him to the penthouse level. Terry Bradshaw. The reason why I put him here because you gotta respect the guys that came before, and he also has four Super Bowls. Terry Bradshaw is here, and there some other people, quarterbacks like. Well, Brandon, why didn't you add him? He's right here, top five in this or top five in that, and then obviously we already talked about Brett Favre. The guys that are in the building. Let's look at the guys that are in the building, and this is where it's gonna be a huge debate, huge <laughs> debate. Warren Moon, why did I have Warren Moon here? Look at the all-time all time leading uh, uh, yards list. He's up there, up there. And you would be surprised like Warren Moon was him. And also, it was harder for the black quarterback. It was harder. So for these guys to, you know, operate at this level, when it's different, you got to respect it. Roger Staubach. Did I say that right? Roger Staubach or Staubach. back? You know, you know, you know, you, like this. you like this actually like this. Mm-hmm. He, he was one of those guys. I got to be honest with you. It's just a salute and paying homage to the guys that paved the way for me and Brandon Flowers. Uh, but I didn't see his game. I just heard the stories, and you can see some of the footage, and it's hard to, for me to relate. But he is one of the goats. Oh no, no, I can't say that. Let me take that back. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. I feel like for at one point he was breaking every single record. And Drew Brees, the way he operated, man, was this next level beautiful for for Drew Brees and the things that he's done. Dan Marino. Dan Marino, man, like flash, man. We're talking about a guy that like just spread offense. He brought something different to the NFL. He's a guy that doesn't have a, a, a ring. If he, if he, if he, if he won two or three, he would be up there in the pit house easily in the building also Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Mr. Dangerous himself. And I'm getting eyes. I know y'all can't see, but I got eyeballs on me in the studio right now. B is looking at me like, yo, what? yo 10 years 10 years in a row the most winningest quarterback in the nfl most clutch look at the numbers russell wilson i know it's debatable but through 10 years he's in the building russell wilson's in a building he, there's three there's four black quarterbacks that won it one won the super bowl he's one. warren uh not warren moon patrick mahomes is three patrick mahomes is one and then you also have uh mr doug williams you know what they had to deal with to beat a, a black quarterback, and then also here's a a friendly thing. Let's show what else we got here. Throw them up there. I don't even know if we have. Do we have my other guys that's in the building? And then I'll pass it. Do we have our other guys? Throw oh, it up. We got
0: there. more guys in the building.
1: Oh yeah. I don't know. Do we have that jazz? Do we have that? Do we have that? Uh, please, somebody tell me. I got a. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Look at that. Whoa. You got the manager, the property manager Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick. There. Valet, the guy who's valeting these guys' cars, is Jay Cutler. Okay, and the janitor to clean up, clean up the shit, is Josh McDaniels. This is your quarterback uh, duplex condo building.
2: This list sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this list absolutely sucks. First of all, how the hell is. Russell Wilson in the building. Where the hell is Troy Aikman? Russell Wilson doesn't have nearly as many Super Bowl rings as Troy Aikman.
0: I put Big Ben in before Russ.
2: Where the hell is – right, Big Ben, Troy Aikman. I mean, the list (laughs) – where's Eli Manning? The list goes on and on. Go ahead. Keep going. I'll respond
1: to this. Troy Aikman, go. Keep going. What else you got a problem with? What makes
2: Russell Wilson – what puts Russell Wilson in the building before any of those guys that I just mentioned?
1: Okay. Troy Aikman, four Super Bowls, right? Three. Mm -hmm. Three. Three Super Bowls. Why isn't he up there? I talked about what? Uh uh, and I I sat with this. I talked about Joe Montana. All the Hall of Famers around him. Troy Aikman had more.
2: Did Russell Wilson not have Troy Hall of Aikman around him? Had
1: more.
3: More. The there, Tro- I, respect, I respect I respect
1: Troy Aikman. But do you know what he had?
3: I can't put him up there. So if it came down to Troy
1: Aikman, Russell Wilson had the Legion of Boom. Troy Aikman in his prime, Uh, because remember yesterday we how we got to this debate was like, all right, let's take the Super Bowls and this out of there. We got just guys, right? Like who's the best of the best? Troy Aikman in his prime, Russell Wilson in his prime. Who are we taking? You put
3: you put you put put Russell Wilson in that team. You cannot
0: tell me Russ led that team to a Super Bowl you going to say the Legion of Bulls defense Lynch. and them feet and Marshawn Lynch. You would never say Russell right. Wilson. What I'm saying is I'm not saying Russell Bowl.
2: Wilson doesn't deserve to be in the building, but him being in the building without any of those guys yeah. also in the building is so egregiously disrespectful, Brandon. I I'm get putting, that. I get that's your boy, nope, but, like, this come not on. Biased. This
1: is not biased. This is so biased. <laughs> this is the general manager Before Big the Ben, owner.
2: before Troy Aikman, you put, you, put, before... you put
1: Russell Wilson on that on that team with, with Mike Tomlin and Coach uh. uh Power, you don't. They win more Super Bowls. No way.
2: And how that's the, the of do you have Bradshaw in the middle, but you gonna dish Troy Aikman?
1: Troy Aikman was hard. <laughs> so, it's just
2: the same scenario. So you gonna tell me
1: you'll take? uh That's a hard one because Terry Bradshaw got four Super Bowls. He led the way. He threw a beautiful ball. That what, it that was hard, but like this is what we got to ask ourselves. Was, was that team not there? loaded? I list, uh, yes, they had that. The, yes, but so... Terry Bradshaw was, I would say that he was the leader on that team. My question for you guys is this All right, if you want to take Russell, like if you want to take a guy out, okay, then you, I want y'all to think about it from this perspective. If you're a general manager, you're an owner, okay, who would you take? Not going off of how many Super Bowls they had, how many yards they threw for. Cause Drew uh 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 um uh, uh Big Ben, he's top five in most of these categories. Yeah. But are you taking uh, uh uh Big Ben over Russell Wilson? Are yes, you taking in his prime?
0: I'm definitely
2: the, taking Big also, Ben over there. Like, I'm not, again, this is not a knock to Russell Wilson being in the building. I'm just confused how you have him in the building, but you don't have names like Eli Manning. You don't have Troy Aikman. You don't have Big Ben. Where Where are those guys? So that, and how is how is how are they not in the building but Russell Wilson is like what's the what's the criteria
1: Like Nick Wright say on FS1 the committee came together last <laughs> night <laughs> You remember right? you know Nick, Nick was like the Shut committee to came Nick together That's my god man shout <laughs> out to Nick the Wright. He has the best uh appearance and all of that yeah. I love but Nick.
0: But one other problem I have it um, back up there just going to the penthouse right I still think Brady has his own room. In sports, we always have to have a great. <laughs> right. In basketball, why are we always debating who's the great? Michael Jordan, is he at the top, or is it LeBron? It's never Michael, LeBron, Magic. They all right. are in the same penthouse. You got to have one. Well, I think Brady and his accolades and what he's done for the game, he has to be on a floor of his own. Like Ashley mentioned yesterday.
2: I, I agree. He's I, like in the presidential, right. like.
0: That's the only thing. The list isn't that bad. I wouldn't say it's that bad. The Russ got me, and it's just the Brady. I think he. I don't think he's in the same conversation as a Mahomes and a Montana, just of what he's done. It, 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 it's a very difficult thing for. Like, thanks, Nick
1: Wright, for me and the committee to sit down, and look at all of this, oh and I'm gosh. showing. Ashley, Y'all argue this because I Ashley, be right back. wash your <laughs> hands too. I always do. I love you. um, so B, this is what's hard about this, bro, because Ashley brought up Eli Manning. Okay, two Super Bowls. But then, when you look at the list, as far as like top five statistically, you got uh, Ben Roethlisberger. That's not on there. There's Philip Rivers. That's not on. That's not up there, right? And then you want to go old school. What about Johnny John, Johnny Unitas? What about Steve Young, right? And, and obviously, Young. I don't have uh, uh, Troy Aikman there for Super Bowls. It's very difficult. I'm looking at it as all right. Obviously, the body of work, but just if that's the guy, like I, I'm sorry, bro. But if you put Russell Wilson with the Steelers, I think it's the same results or if not probably even better. If you put Russell Wilson, you know, in that in, in, with the the Cowboys, they win maybe four Super Bowls. That's what I believe. Isn't that the same setup that he had in Seattle? So if we're going to knock, and this is another thing, if we're going to knock Russell Wilson B. am not knocking if, him. No, I'm just saying like just generally, right? Like, uh-huh. oh, he had Marshall Lynch. He had the Legion of Boom. So doesn't it, We need to have the same energy when it
0: comes to Steve Young and Troy Aikman and those guys. But that's why Ash say Troy shouldn't have been off the list. You can't penalize him for having teammates help him because this is a complimentary game. Right. Right? And I agree with Ash. It's not that he shouldn't have been on the list, but the fact that Aikman and I feel like Big Ben. Can we throw that graphic
1: back up there? You can leave that graphic up there. Yeah,
0: I feel like Big Ben should have been on the list. Prime Big Ben, he drove the Steelers to those championships. Like, It wasn't, A, he depended on Troy, Palamala, and all those guys to just wreak havoc on the defensive side of the ball. It's like, nah, when Ben got the ball, he's slinging dudes off. He He was leading everything.
1: He was legendary. All right, so so do this for me. I'm going to give you the list of guys right here, okay? Now you tell me, you know, what guys you would add and where would you put them, okay? So I'm going to go to all-time quarterbacks, all-time QBs, Here's the list right here, B. Here's 42 guys. Here you go. All right, let's throw that back up there. You can leave it up there, right? So we got penthouse. We got, you know, you're just, you're in the building, but you're mid-level. You feel really good about yourself and your career and everything you're doing. You're in the building. You still, you, you're, to be in the building, you're somebody. And then you have, like, people that need to assist the people, right? Manager Ryan Fitzpatrick, very savvy, smart. He can keep everything in motion. You know, so Ryan Fitzpatrick is the property manager, the valets. We need somebody to service the the guys. Jay Cutler would be great at that. And then the janitor, Josh McDaniels, cleaning up all the shit. So, B, the names that I uh, don't have there that you want on
0: there, where are you putting them? And you don't have to take off guys. You can just add guys if you want to. Your list is great. I'm just adding Steve Young. Where? In the building. In the building, I'm putting – ooh, Steve Young might go to the middle. I might put Steve Young in the middle, and I'm putting Big Ben in the building. That's the only thing. I don't think you'll list that bad. Okay, Uh, okay, but watch this. Now watch this. Now watch this, though. You said Steve Young, and this is
1: what I had to deal with last night when I'm looking at this. He's not top 20 when it comes to statistics.
0: Because it wasn't wasn't throwing the ball. That wasn't his scheme. That wasn't his offense like when Steve Young came in. It just – Sometimes you got to throw out the stats and just see how much of an asset and how he affected the game. He left Joe Montana when we came after Joe Montana when everybody thought, like, how can you replace this guy? Mm-hmm. He came in and did the same thing. So if Joe Montana is going to be in the penthouse, Steve Young came in and did the same exact thing Joe Montana did pretty much with that same team. So he has to be at least in the building. Where, Gerald- where's <sighs>
2: Middle.
0: Yeah, I mean – Middle, you gotta put for that three feet, you gotta put him in the middle. Two, that might not now, ever Google, been done. Google, Google right two-peat. now,
1: Google, and we need a partnership with Google. We say Google all the time. Last
2: comments on this because we okay,
1: gotta get some Google, pepsi. Google, uh, all time, all time leading uh quarterbacks and see where uh Troy Aikman is. If I know he's, he's not in. gonna be there. There was in a pro style offense
0: back then, they don't throw the ball to third all, down.
2: The general consensus this building should be condemned. Um, we're gonna go ahead and reach out to the demolition crew to go ahead and get it knocked down. Andrew, no, we're not doing commercial. You just text me asking me, we're not doing that. Brandon's terrible building kind of sucked <laughs> up some time. So right now, it is time for Andrew, get in here. Get in here. Because it is time for yo rookie, Pepsi Zero Sugar, NFL rookie of the week. <laughs> So here are the nominees for week six the winner should have actually been announced about 30 minutes ago so come if we can get an update on who our winner was but here were the week six nominees we had cj stroud pass for 199 yards and two touchdowns in the texans week six win we had baltimore ravens wide receiver zay flowers las vegas tight end michael mayer We had Los Angeles Rams outside linebacker Byron Young, who we had the chance to speak to yesterday. We had Indianapolis Colts corner Juju Brents, and we had Seattle Seahawks cornerback Devon Witherspoon. Now, as I mentioned yesterday, we spoke to Byron Young. Here's a little bit of that conversation, just in case you missed it. Mm. We're going to play a little game of word association, so I'm going to give you some names, and I want you to think of one word, the first word that comes to mind, all right? Bryce Young. Tough. Mm, CJ Stroud. Baller. B. John Robinson. Dog. Uh, Zay Flowers. Speed. Jalen Carter. Animal. Will Anderson. Dog. Byron Young.
4: Him. <laughs>
3: Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, B! I love that!
1: That was good. I wasn't on this segment. That was that was awesome. You were. I was just on this entertained. Segment. That was my first time seeing that. That was good.
2: Now I'm told that the winner was actually announced, or last week's winner was announced. Can I get a clarification on that? I believe um, last week's winner was already announced, or this week's winner was already announced. Someone give me the update on that. But. Um, just want to go ahead and remind you voting has mm. a fit. There we go. Week 5 winner, Devon Achain. There he is right there.
1: Wow. That's dope. Uh, he's banged up right now, dealing with some injuries, but again, this was a guy uh that nobody expected to really make the team, but he kept showing up. But mm-hmm. you know, it's always that guy in camp mm-hmm. that just shows up and it's like the vets is actually the one that choose you. Because when the vets are the ones like, coach, do you see him? Coach, like And so you become the fan favorite. You become the the vet favorite, and you find a way on the team, and he's taking advantage of his opportunity. So I can't wait for him to get back because if this team can stay healthy, talk about speed, talk about electricity, like they're that across the board. And they got Chase uh, Claypool that they haven't even implemented yet.
2: So we're going to go ahead and announce the winner for week six on tomorrow's show, so make sure you go ahead and check that out. Voting closes Thursday at 11 a.m., The NFL will announce the week six winner noon on Thursday. So do not forget to vote at nfl.com slash voting slash rookies. That's nfl.com slash voting slash rookies. Like I said, voting closes at 11 a.m. So definitely go ahead and cast your vote for your favorite. And this has been Yo Rookie. Mm. All right, all right. So let's go ahead and dive into some more quick reads real quick. Micah, he's going to sound off against the haters. And I love this, Micah. Play the villain role. This is where you shine, baby. Um, Micah Parsons has some news or has some words, rather, for the Cowboys haters. He is calling out the media for all Cowboys negativity. And I love it. Go ahead and run this
1: i just don't condone the bashing of dak prescott and the dallas cowboys and have the same energy for the eagles we want the same energy for everybody because there's a whole bunch of bashing when it's dak prescott but not the same when it's the eagles i got time today a lot of people said the browns defense was overhyped i said the browns are the real deal Acho said this which pissed me off i'm not worried about the 49ers they were missing christian mccaffrey debo samuel the Browns were missing Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb. They were missing them key factors before the game even started. So why is it that we are just scrubs and we're nobodies that don't deserve to be on the field and we're just all talk, but there's a hundred excuses for these other these other teams. If y'all just gonna hate Cowboys Nation, just say, y'all hate Cowboys Nation. I'm tired of people trashing my quarterback. I'm tired of people trashing my team. And that's why I had nothing to say to-
2: Yes, Michael! <laughs> yeah. Yes! He was in
1: his bag. He did his thing.
2: That is what I was talking about, and that's exactly what I said on this show when we were talking about the Dak Prescott being called. Um, what was he called again? Oh, Dak Prescott sucks by right. what's his Shady? name? No, nah. that what's the other? Dante element? Whitner. Yes, oh. Whitner. This is what I'm talking about: the constant moving goalposts for the Dallas Cowboys. I hate this because. Every other team, it's always an excuse why they didn't win It's always a justification. Oh, you know, this happened. Oh, you know, this happened. The Cowboys win. The Cowboys lose. There's always a nitpick. It's always not good enough. When they lose, it's, oh, it's a disaster waiting to happen. See, I told you, the Cowboys aren't a Super Bowl team. It's all hype. When they win a game, oh, they beat the Jets. It doesn't matter. Oh, the the Eagles lost to the Jets. They were undefeated. The Browns beat the undefeated 49ers. It's a constant moving goalpost. I'm glad it's not just me that feels like it. You know, Shout out to Micah Parsons. You know how y'all can
1: shut them up? You and Micah and the whole Cowboy Nation, you know, win a Super Bowl. And it all goes away. Other and teams it, don't have it, to it, it, be, do that, Brandon. Can you imagine? Uh-huh. Other teams don't <laughs> have to but, do that. But it, it, y'all the Cowboys. Can you imagine uh, being? Think about this, bro. Like, If the Dallas Cowboys win a Super Bowl, what is the narrative then? What are we talking about? Like, how bigger does these stories get? How bigger does the deals get for these players off the field, right? And Jerry Jones. Like, the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl would be the biggest, like, you know, like, uh, you know those moments where you you collect everything that your haters say? Yeah. And but when you actually, like, kill them with success, like, this would be, like, one of the biggest stories ever when it comes to that. Like, y'all talked about us for 20-something years. And now we just won a Super Bowl. Imagine a parade. Imagine what they're saying on a podium after.
0: The crazy thing about that is, we all know that's not going to happen. The first Cowboys. I don't know, first B. First the fall, Cowboys watch your mouth. Are not winning. Watch your football. mouth, first
2: of all. Watch your mouth when you're sitting next to me. Okay, have some respect.
0: And I, I love because that because we
2: can box. I love like. that Michael
0: Parsons is giving his fans just you know his heart on his sleeve. But I also have concern. Right. What we told when we're players all the time don't read what everybody's saying. Don't pay attention mm-hmm. to what the media are saying, negative, like negative wise mm-hmm. or positive wise. Like, don't feed into it because it's going to affect your locker room or your play somehow. You can see it really got to him that they are talking about that. Right. Like, at some point, that could affect your play in a locker room. True. He seemed to be handling it fine. Like, Michael Parsons top, what, two? Like defensive players in the league. Yeah. So he's handling it fine. Yeah. Like you doing your thing, boss. But the thing just as a dinosaur, because we ain't had this whole social media thing no. when we were playing. I just wonder if it will affect him going down the road.
3: Right, right. So. That's I don't That's a great I don't point.
2: I don't think so. But here's the thing. Like, it's also like you can't avoid it. It's because it's just so saturated like we're not talking about you know a couple of you know blogs or like a a local radio station knocking the home team like that you can like avoid Mm -hmm. the cowboys are talked about in every media landscape that you can think of you would have to literally not go on your phone not watch TV, not turn on the... You would have to live in a cave to avoid any type of Cowboys conversation. But you this, know, that's what comes with it. But this is what he is talking about. Cowboys it's not, are
1: toxic. Y'all are toxic. It's not the
2: criticism. Y'all unhealthy. It's not the criticism that the fans and the players of the Dallas Cowboys have an issue with. It's the constant moving goalposts of the criticism. If it was the same criticism that the Eagles get when they lose a game that the Cowboys get, this is not a conversation. But because the Cowboys... Lose to the 49ers, the Eagles then lose to the Jets. It's a dip. There's a different conversation that's had. It's a different conversation that's had about Jalen Hurts throwing an interception. There's a different conversation about Josh Allen throwing multiple interceptions in a game than there is Dak Prescott. And that's what Micah's talking about. If you're going to criticize people based on the parameters of the game. If you're gonna criticize Dak for throwing multiple interceptions in a game, why does Josh Allen not get that same smoke?
0: Because it's two things. Why? Right?
2: Does, why does Jalen Hurts not get that same smoke?
0: It's two things. When you America's team, you know what come with it. B. Oh, I now feel we're like, America's team. I teams. feel like every now NFL player team. wanted to go put that star on that helmet because you know you playing prime time every week. Everybody go talk about what you're gonna do, good right. or bad, right? And I think the second thing is is that Philly, Buffalo, all the teams you name every year their team or their fans is more of the fans, aren't saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. That's not true.
2: that's not true what, what fan base have been the saying they're going to win them. the Super so Bowl they for they the, the past problem the, ca-
0: the fans the problem no,
2: every year, year time out time out time out the <laughs> Cowboys year. don't the Cowboys and the fans don't pick themselves to win the Super Bowl we're favorited from the start of the no, NFL y'all, season y'all never hold on mm-hmm. not one of the favorites we're always in the Vegas odds we're not making it. Yeah, everybody's in the
1: Vegas odds we're not we we're not in the media we're not in the
2: media what I'm saying one of the favorites we're one of the top favorites like top five we're not the one doing the odds. We're not the ones making the list on ESPN and NFL.com. That's the media. Why are we taking the brunt no, of that? I
1: agree, I agree with B. with saying it is saying and that Bills Bills what. It B- no And Bills too. No, they're not saying we win in a Super
2: Bowl every year. The Bills always say we're Bills Patriots fans are always always contenders. Philly, done it. the best. Phillies thinks they doing it. No. The, every man, since
1: they see, went, damn, B, so what other teams? Like the Patriots, I feel like they, they, they have an expectation. Dolphins they,
0: had they had an expectation. No, not the but Dolphins. like, the Cowboys have missed the playoffs and then next year like, oh now so what? <laughs> we we so go like we just so because we're, optimi- so because we're and...
2: optimistic we deserve like what i'm saying is is that and also what annoys me is that everyone's always dissing the cowboys you're not america's team anymore nobody cares about the cowboys and stop talking about us if no you, you care, are america's here's team the thing, here's my thing you can't have it both you know ways. why let's what, what does america's team if mean? you don't care this is the thing. Everybody always talks about we don't care y'all, about the y'all Cowboys. Use that too Nobody much, cares about the Cowboys. Y'all not America's team. We don't care. Well, y'all sure talk about a team a whole lot that you don't care about. Okay, so do you what what does care America's or not team care? Mean?
1: What does let's let's break this down because I feel like y'all like we we use this the wrong way or we don't really understand it. This generation doesn't understand it. What is America's team?
2: The Cowboys got the name America's team because they were the, at the time, they were the team that was most on primetime. Thank you. So it was a team Thank you. that Thank you. you could see national game. You would always see on TV regardless of where you were in the country. They also got the name because multi- ah, the multiple multiple right in the 90s, the 2P, it was just always they, on TV. They right. were always winning. It became America's team.
0: I still think they're America's team because they're the main team that you care about. Right. Well, That's But like, do you
2: care or do you not care?
0: I do care because the news is always good. No, surrounding I'm saying, the Cowboys, but you get know what I'm like, saying,
2: right? Everyone says that they don't care, but they don't stop talking about it. So do you care or
0: do you not care? Well, the reason it's almost why, like a relationship. If somebody makes you mad, your spouse makes you mad, like I don't care. But yeah. you mad as hell because you do care and it's bothering you. Like everybody cares about the Cowboys, but it's a thin line bet- between being up to what's the word optimistic optimistic and delusional (laughs) like it's a line like Oh, say
1: that again, because I need to be clear. That's a clip right there. Go ahead. Say it again, bro. It's a, it's a
0: line <laughs> that needs to be drawn with being optimistic and delusional. Okay. Okay. Like, every fan base, like, we hope we can win a Super Bowl this year. The Cowboys are saying we are going to win a Super so Bowl. So what? I say like, we're going to win the World that's... Series
2: every year as a Yankees fan. Does that mean it's going to happen? I'm supposed to be optimistic. What am I going to say? Oh, you know, we're going to go out there and try our best. No, you're supposed to reach for the mountaintop. Like, that does not mean, that doesn't mean anything. Like, what kind no, you're of being fan
0: optimistic. What, with what, the kind, what Cowboys kind of fan would you be delusional. to go out there
2: and say, yeah, we're going to try our best this year, but I don't think we're going to win. No, you're oh supposed to be goodness. delusional as a fan. Uh-huh.
4: It's well, hit, hit,
1: my, my biggest thing here is like this. I, I love Ashley hit it. That She gave us a, a dope history lesson there. Um, they were in front of everyone right back in the day. Not everybody was on national TV. And then what ended up happening, Ashley gave us the best sound bites there. It's They start winning. And so... Their fan base is all over the country now, all over the world. So that's why we're always talking about them because they have the biggest base. So, but America seems when some people say America seems like we love. It's not love. It's more hate than love. I would say.
2: If you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. That's all
0: I know.
1: <laughs> and, and, and Ashley, here's what I want to say. This is what I'm gonna do, right? Because I, 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 you know, before the season, I said I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl first couple of games I'm like I'm trying not to overreact you and then uh, a, a week ago I forget what game it was the they,
2: 49ers oh no the Arizona Cardinals
1: the Cardinals I was like ah what I'm saying is this I'm, I'm gonna continue to be faithful and ride with the Cowboys because it's a long season and this could be I want to see you know I love storylines I can't I can't wait to see the Dallas Cowboys win in my lifetime because I can't imagine that parade. Well, and and Jerry Jones, because Jerry Jones is Jerry a hundred. I want to know where one. Yes, I'm going to Jerry. You know he's going to Jerry. Just go, know that. Yeah. Can you imagine what Jerry Jones? I want Jerry do to win one for with a parade and post. Super. Bowl? I will make sure
2: yeah. I'm gonna give one of y'all some bail money to come get me out because it's about to be lit.
1: <laughs> we ain't gonna see Ashley for for six months.
2: What Super you know Bowl. how you know how lit is? I'm gonna be at that parade. Is just make sure y'all got saved my money, <laughs> no. my my bail money to get me out because. We're going to be doing some things. Oh that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And let the Knicks win one in my lifetime.
1: That's going to be a beautiful – That's a, you know what's going to happen for you? <laughs> that's going to be a beautiful, like, phase of your life. It's going to happen. Cowboys win. The Knicks win. Can you imagine that? Like, your teams, your teams that you love and you – she was born into this yeah. first,
3: mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm.
1: And then all of a sudden they win it. They've been at the bottom of the barrel your whole life. Can you imagine that, be?
0: Yeah yeah
2: that's gonna I'm, be good yo when the knicks win a championship i will be in tears like i played
0: <laughs> she said i'm gonna be in
3: tears no i'm gonna
2: be like legit of me Like i'm not you guys look listen i'm not a crier i'm not someone i'm not like a highly emotional person like that i will be in tears that's crying, gonna be dope. that's gonna like, be hysterically dope. ugly crying and and you like,
1: too mr jeff that's that's ashley's dad's name yeah. he'd be here too if you see mr jeff in the chat that's him he's gonna, gonna, gonna be crying too look jeff. have you ever seen it. your dad
2: cry once maybe in
1: my life. Okay, cause yeah, Mr. Jeff don't look like he cried like old school a little Mr. Jeff. <laughs> not, not even like, not
3: even like a cry, like a, like
2: a.
1: Oh no! Don't try to say. What don't try to joy. say now? No,
2: no, no. Like when your eyes get a little like glossy and watery, like like that. Not like a. Full Is blown. he in the chat today? Not like a full blown cry. No, I don't think so. I think okay. he's in a meeting or something like that um andrew how much time do we have left it's over with we're over with i, I think i didn't get a uh you andrew you didn't give me a we a, started
1: at 11 it's 12 oh show's over
2: he did he all right says- <laughs> <laughs> we sorry all. guys
1: we started i started
2: fantasizing about Knicks <laughs> championship and cowboys and parades and the push tush yes <laughs> um that's for later in the weekend though uh listen guys thank you guys so I'm much bored. for joining paper out on this hump day we will be back tomorrow at our big fancy studio at Brandstar. So you're listening on Sirius XM, Faction Talk 103. Thank you so much. If you want to see all the shenanigans, including Brandon's absolutely atrocious tier ranking of quarterbacks, make sure you check out the I Am Athlete YouTube page, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Don't make fun of my